0: firescape Farscape, episode 61, The Choice. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. How's it going? Doing alright. Alright. Tired. As am I. Yeah. Sorry? No, no, nah, it's, uh, it's been a long week already. Yeah. yeah. Well, not for me, really. No. That's no. true. I guess you didn't, didn't work on Monday. No. Yeah. No. I had a vacation. Yeah. Well, it was that's... a rough vacation, though. Was it? Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah, I slept on a slept on a really shitty futon for three days. That does kind of suck. Yeah, is there a bar right in your back? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was made of metal as well, so you know, a very thin mattress. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and and apparently my uh, I was staying at my brother's house. Uh, my my family uh, apparently likes to take showers at like midnight and three a.m. and okay stuff. Sure, that's that's perfectly normal. Sure, yeah. Whatever you want to do. Uh-huh, yeah. Just shower whenever the mood strikes you. Right, yeah, don't mind the fact that there's just a guy sleeping just feet away. <laughs> 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 who 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 could have used some of that sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just family. It was free. <laughs> <laughs> was it really though? <laughs> The the monetary cost was free. Yeah, the sure. the yeah, physical yeah. and psychological costs <laughs> you're still paying on. I, I will be haunted by that forever. <laughs> Speaking of haunted, yeah, nice segue. <laughs> yeah, we planned this. That was a gutter trash style segue. <laughs> Except we didn't talk for half an hour before getting to the actual topic. Right. Well, you know, uh, if you want to find out about my vacation, go listen to Gutter Trash. Yeah. And uh, if you want to find out about uh, my co-host's unemployment uh, efforts, uh, (laughs) also, go listen to Gutter Trash, because uh, this co-host has a job. I do. I'm like a normal adult. I am fully employed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and employable listeners. <laughs> oh, God, I killed Eric. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, taking a drink of water. Dangerous, dangerous work. But, uh, you got me. Sorry about that. Oh, it's alright. It was not much it. Uh, yeah. Speaking of haunted, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't. No, no. I, I was just going back to it. I wasn't trying to recreate it. <laughs> Speaking of worth it, <laughs> this episode of Farscape. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah, It was good. <laughs> the episode? Yeah. Or the segue? <laughs> oh, the episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It didn't light the world on fire. No. But I enjoyed it. Great. Right. Uh, a lot of it uh, still comes down to things we talked about during the last uh, A Team episode. <laughs> uh, is that uh, inconsequential? Yeah, mostly, mostly. There was some consequence in this one though. Mm-hmm. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, there was uh, there was movement for for some of the characters, right? Uh, but yeah, so after the aftermath of the uh, the two parter uh, featuring our our A Team, our A group. Uh, with uh, uh, eighteen Crichton killing him. Well, dying. Yeah, he didn't uh, really kill himself. No, yeah, it was a sacrifice. Sacrificed yeah. himself. It was an accidental sacrifice. He's a hero, right? Uh, yeah. After 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 that, Crichton died. Yeah, uh, we we now join with them again, and uh, Aaron is uh uh just uh she's uh taking a sabbatical. She's not in a good place right now. No, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it's what it boils down to. As as you would not be. Yeah. Uh, uh considering the circumstances. Uh because uh she is completely forgotten about the other guy. Yeah, she's just no nope. No recollection nope. of that guy at all. Nope. There there's uh just yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much where a lot of this episode loses me. Mm-hmm. Because Second Crichton out there. That uh, I'm glad that someone at least mentioned him once in this episode. Yeah, yeah. There there <laughs> are mentions to uh, there are mentions of Moya and of the other Crichton in this episode, which I think is probably it seems like the first time since uh, since they split up. Yeah, that that there has been mention of the other ship mm-hmm. by either ship. So well, I think they have mentioned Moya, but uh, they've definitely never mentioned other Crichton. Yeah. Uh, which, again, just really the fact that he exists, uh, just puts this Crichton's death. I mean, I, I understand where Aaron is coming from, because because that would be hard. No oh, matter, yeah, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but e- even if there were a thousand Crichtons. Right. Uh, but still, she's completely. Seemingly unaware that second Crichton is out there still. Yeah. Yeah. Or just selective memory has chosen not to Sure not to remember that. I wonder like I wonder if there was a a scene that they thought about of Rigel going up to her and being like, What are you crying about? There's another Crichton on the other ship (laughs) and she just like flips out on him. Right. I could see that. See? Yeah. That would have you know yeah, I've yeah. been perfectly okay with that because <laughs> that's acknowledging it. That's acknowledging it around her, mm-hmm. and still letting her have her emotional breakdown. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like a dick thing that Rigel would do. Exactly. Because, <laughs> because uh, he's a dick. Yeah. Although not so much in this episode. No, he is a he's a cute little cuddle bear in this yeah. episode. <laughs> For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Aaron is on a, uh, planet that, uh, I'm going to re- refer to as Blade Runner planet. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Everything about that planet screamed Blade Runner to me. Yeah. It is, uh, future Los Angeles with flying cars mm-hmm. and neon and, uh, just, it's very noir. Yeah. It's the whole episode is just a Blade Runner homage, basically. Yeah. Uh, with a little, uh... A uh, little, uh, total recall in there as well. Alright, I'll yeah. take your word for that. Yeah. Because uh, uh, late in the episode we get, uh... Well, actually, you know, throughout the whole episode, almost. Uh... Because, uh... We're, we're introduced to a character who, uh is, uh, hiding his face when he first meets Aaron, uh, and he takes his hood off, and his face is, uh, half, uh, bug, mm-hmm. and half, uh, human? Yeah, more, some, some I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, th- that, uh, reminds me of, of some Total Recall, uh, type stuff happening. Uh, right. guys with, uh, stuff covering up half of their faces, or having, uh. Just, uh, fucked up, uh, you know, alien-esque looks to their, uh, half of their face. I took to referring to that guy in my head as Baxter Stockman. There's <laughs> a very Baxter yeah. you know, Stockman, uh, <laughs> quality like to him. finally the movie makeup is to the point <laughs> where we could have a believable live-action Baxter Stockman. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it's never gonna happen because uh, Michael Bay is in charge. But, right. Uh, you know, whatever. And uh, you know, they got a white guy to play, uh, you know, Shredder. Yeah, but uh, whatever. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least they got a good actor, white guy to play. I forget. Shredder. I forget who's playing Shredder. William Fitchner? Oh yeah. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, so, so Aaron is on this, uh, Blade Runner planet, um, and, uh, she is in mourning, and, uh, apparently, most of the citizens of this planet, or most of the homeless scum that just populates the (laughs) lobby of the hotel (laughs) uh apparently most of them can uh, talk to the dead yeah it's uh it's a spooky planet yeah with uh with a lot of mysticism and 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 homeless people ambling shambling around in robes that cover themselves yeah ragged robes uh, red eyes that, uh, you know, their tears are blood, and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Pale makeup, you know, yeah. yeah. And, uh, the usual. Right. And occasionally just, uh, some sort of, uh, alien with herpes, <laughs> you know, or just open sores. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> hey. So Aaron is blending in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> As you will. Yeah. You know, just, uh, running into your, your local color. You know, just, uh, making out in horrible ways and, you know, hallways and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just just full, open mouth, tongues in the air, making out. Yeah, like, lips not even touching. No. Just... Yeah. They're, they're just licking each they're other's just, tongues. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. Uh-huh. I don't like that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh... Uh, so, yeah, so she's on this planet. I guess uh, 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 Stark had referred her to this planet. Sure. Because of its mystical properties or because of the people there. Can, right. right. And commune with the dead or something. So so she's there to commune with someone that she's lost. And uh, the, the, list, the listener, <laughs> the viewer, uh, sort of believes going in that it's going to be Crichton. Obviously. Yeah. But uh, it turns out that she actually wants to talk to her dead dad. Yep. Talon. Talon. Yeah. Yeah, Talon soon. Yes. So uh, so she meets uh, the bug-faced guy who is supposedly a, a, one of these uh, mystics. But um, then it turns out uh, he's Talon. What? Yeah. What a coincidence. Exactly. What a series of random, crazy happenstances. Right. Uh, yeah, he is, uh, uh, he apparently, uh, got plastic surgery to hide when, when he was supposedly killed. Right. Um, and and has been hiding on this planet, uh, because apparently in space you can go ahead and get plastic surgery to look like half of a bug. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he could only afford half of the plastic surgery. Well, sure, of course. So, I mean, he figured that was enough. for it. All anyone sees is the... the you know, bug enormous it. bug eyes. Sure. On the left side of his head. I mean, honestly, well, yeah, this is pretty much the best way to hide. Yeah. You know. I mean, if you could just change one major part of your appearance and just turn half of your face into a bug. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of you is just Joe. Mm-hmm. I mean... People are really only gonna look at the bug. I mean it's basically the equivalent of Clark Kent putting on a pair of glasses to become Clark Kent. But the thing is, like you have to be really good at hiding. Because if you do anything wrong, everybody is gonna point out the fact that they're looking for a guy with half a bug face. That's true. And that is gonna be really easy to spot once word gets around. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's not so great. Maybe yeah. He... Maybe maybe uh, next time you know uh Talon get, decides to get plastic surgery he should uh, <laughs> go subtle yeah just a couple scars right yeah, yeah humphrey bogart's face sure like in dark passage have you seen that no it's uh it's a uh, bogart and uh, lauren bacall okay and uh the first like half hour of the movie is uh is pov from humphrey bogart's character mm-hmm. he's just escaped from prison and uh he's hitchhiking and lauren bacall's character picks him up and I forget if they knew each other beforehand or whatever. But uh, but then he gets plastic surgery, and after the plastic surgery, we leave the POV, and it's Humphrey Bogart. Oh, okay. That's what he looks like with no. the new face. there Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good movie. Well, I like it. Sounds but, all right. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> uh... I'm saying this episode should have been all POV from <laughs> from Aaron's Tal- father. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Talon. Not, Not the Talon chef. No. <laughs> That that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> what would that be like? Oh. <laughs> I would imagine, just based on other gimmicky episodes of First Game, that <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> I am, I'm imagining that it would be like the Pizza Dog issue of Hawkeye. Oh, that'd be... Where you only yeah. understand every third word that right. anyone yeah. says... <laughs> Lots of, uh, weird, uh, walleye perspective kind of stuff. And yeah. yeah. just like every other word is just mumbles or... Yeah. yeah distorted in some way. Yeah. Yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic issue of Hawkeye, That comic is so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been solicited for like two three months now. Are they taking a break? I don't know. It's just disappointing. That yeah. and Captain Marvel. There's no, uh... I mean, what's that? what's happening here? I don't know. Right. I hope they're just taking a break. I hope so, too. It's an infinity-induced break. I hope so. Probably. Yeah. And I was doing my order earlier today, so... know yeah, this is... Fresh good. on my mind. I see. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, so... Uh, we never really get... I, at least I didn't pick up on a reason for Aaron to want to contact her dead father. Yeah. There's a couple things in this episode that happened for... Little to no reason. Yeah. Uh, And that is one of them. Yeah. It just, yeah, she just sort of decides that out of the blue, really. Yeah. Uh, I think someone even asks her why, and there's just no reason. given. (laughs) Just leave me alone. Right. I've been drinking. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so Aaron is just in this uh, shitty hotel room. Uh, just dangling off the window multiple times, just drinking herself into a stupor and wearing uh raggedy uh raggedy yet sexy clothes. Yeah. <laughs> she's still I mean you know, she uh she looks super pale. She's in very this pale, episode. very uh dark eyes. Yeah. Well, uh, she's been crying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Right. Uh so yeah, she she doesn't look great, you know. Emotionally, yeah, yeah, you know, but she still looks great. She's still a good-looking lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and apparently, you and I are not the only ones in love with her. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Super weird. <laughs> so we all know, we all know that Krace wants Aaron. Sure, we've known that for a while. Right. Now apparently Stark does too. Right. Which is bizarre. Yeah, because but- it's never been hinted at or, or you know. Just sort of like off in the, the corner or anything. Yeah. Like that. It's just, it's never been there. Yeah. And I mean, like, she, she mentions it as if it's something that it has been going on. Happening, yeah. yeah. And never, never noticed before. Nope. I, I, what? Right. Why? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's just more excuses for her to not return to Talon. Yeah. The ship. Right. right. Just... <laughs> Uh yeah, so she meets uh she meets her father. Right. And uh he agrees to get her in contact with uh Creighton. That's right, that's how we get the, the, the Quato. The hideous the most freakish fucking puppet <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It's the Quato. It's terrifying. It's like a mix for for, for people who know what I'm talking about. It's like a cross between Modoc and Quato. <laughs> Uh, for someone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, Quato is a character in the Total Recall movie, which, uh, we mentioned earlier. Right. Uh, who is, uh, he is the leader of the Martian Revolution. Uh, he is a mutant. And, uh, he lives inside of a guy's stomach. And, uh... When when Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to meet him, the uh, the guy uh, like unbuttons his shirt, and then there's just this uh, creepy baby-faced, gravelly-voiced thing <laughs> that just sort of emerges out of this guy's gut, and it's got tiny little baby hands and just a fucked up like like if you took a baby and just punched the fuck out of it. <laughs> his name is Quato. Okay. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> And uh and this kind of looks like that. Okay. Uh But he's got like six eyes, and his head is all malformed. Yeah. And he's, he's got like a weird, creepy, tiny vagina mouth. And... Yeah. Well, I guess he's fetus Hector Hammond. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's also that as well. But a with, little, with four eyes. Like like chicken wing arms. Yeah. And he's in this portable lantern thingy. It looks like a, a giant bullet yeah what it looks like and yeah. it just opens up and he just stays in there i guess like he's fine when it closes like sure like it, it will close for long periods of time right and he doesn't make a sound nope he, does he just go to sleep yeah, at I one mean, point uh you know it, he that's rattled around and you can hear something like squishy in there yeah uh apparently that didn't bother him either i guess not yeah uh, but yeah, so, so Talon brings, uh, this, this, uh, soothsayer to Eren, uh, who needs to touch it in order to, I guess, like, sponge the memories of Crichton <laughs> from her, I don't know. Yeah, that's the other, the other two things about that thing that are so fucking weird. Uh, it has a little, little baby voice. Yeah. And, and it speaks really, like, slowly. Yeah. Like the, like the, the villains from season one slow. It's horrifying. It's, it's really, really disturbing. Yeah. It really made me sad. Lots of close ups on its horrible, horrible mouth. Yeah. Horrible, gummy, wet mouth. (laughs) (laughs) With its pituitary glands sticking out of the top of its nose. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but then then so yeah. So Aaron touches it, and like John sort of shows up. <laughs> Aaron touches it, and apparently the first time she touches it, she touches it too hard. Yeah, and so it says, "No, softer. Ah, Touch me softer." Uh, uh, yes. Not, not toning down the creepiness at all. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> So, yeah, so she touches it soft. Yeah. And uh Crichton like shows up and it's like hey, help me And uh so they they think that they can actually bring him back to life, and so Talon leaves, uh leaving the horrible monstrosity in Eren's room. Yeah. And then Aaron decides to lay down and take a nap. Sure, because that's what you do. Yeah. With just creepy mutant babies staring at you. This is what you do when you're you're in a place mentally uh, where you imagine yourself uh, making out with the man that you loved who is now dead. Uh, and then you open your eyes and realize that you're just kissing nothing or the windowsill right. or something. You definitely want to put yourself in a position where you might accidentally think you're making out with Triton, but actually be making out with the horrible fucking moon baby thing. That is what I thought was going to happen, and it was the worst feeling I've ever had watching a TV show. I really thought, because she, she lays down and she has a dream about, about being with Crichton. And I thought for sure she was going to open her eyes, and she was going to just be, yeah, uh, yeah, oh fuck, yeah, <laughs> that's horrifying. <laughs> and and to, to be fair to the to the listener, uh, by this point we have learned that there is something shady happening. Yes. So so we're not exactly trustworthy of the mutant baby in the first place. Yeah. And so, yeah, horrible mutant baby rape. Thing yeah. Could have happened. Or maybe it's gonna suck her brain out. Right. I don't know. Yeah. We, don't, I... we don't know a thing. Yet. Yeah. We just know it's not, not right. Yeah. Right. Other than by looking not at it. Right. <laughs> uh, because, uh. uh. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Aaron's mother is not dead. What? Many weeks ago, she was supposedly killed by Chris. And we never saw a body, so we were just trusting Mm -hmm. that Grace would have killed her. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I have just both been posting on that since then. Absolutely. There's nothing about Grace that I don't find trustworthy except for his fucking ponytail. (laughs) Cut that off and move on with your life. Midlife crisis, Grace. (laughs) He's having a midlife crisis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so we learn shockingly that Crace is not trustworthy in this episode. <laughs> the character who spent a full season trying to kill our heroes, right, is not trustworthy. Yeah. Who, who'd have thunk? I wouldn't have. Who, who'd have thunk it? <laughs> uh, yeah. So apparently he, he, he did not fulfill his word and kill Aaron's mother. Yeah, he he made a deal with uh, with Zalix, yeah. uh that uh, that Zalix would let them go and uh, and tell everyone that they were all dead. Yeah. So that she could go do other stuff. I guess I don't know what sure, she's yeah. doing after that. Right. Just hanging out on this on Blade Runner planet apparently. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cause, cause apparently this is all still part of her plan? Yeah. Which seems like a really convoluted plan. Yeah, that's a really long, really long con. Okay, right. so I'm gonna let these people go. I'm gonna head over to Blade Runner Planet, and I'm gonna stay there. Right, and build a Ooh. reputation. Build a reputation, get, get, uh, people to help me do my, my bidding. Uh, wait for Crichton to die. Right specifically specifically yeah. Crichton yeah someone that will will push Aaron over the edge right and then wait for them to stumble on this planet right so that I can trick Aaron <laughs> what a plan yes yeah. oh <laughs> You know, we, uh, we recently got a, uh, a comment on our blog. And, really? Uh, yeah. Thanks, commenter. Uh, and it was nice. You know, it was, it was very, very nice. And, uh, we, we don't get a lot of comments, and so that makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's, uh, like this, from a person that I actually don't know. Yeah. So, thank you, commenter. Were they anonymous? Uh, they were not. Excellent. Uh, and... Balls. <laughs> That's what this commenter has. Yeah. yeah. Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, they sort of mentioned, you know, I mean, they, they listen to the show, they seem to enjoy it, uh, but, you know, uh, they're, they're big Farscape fans, and then, you know, uh, just a touch, you know, feel maybe we're sometimes really unfair. hmm Yeah, we can be, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, but, uh, I tried to explain that even when we were doing the Justice League, which, uh, unequivocally, I think we both just love. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. Know, just unashamedly, we love that show. But even then, we would just give it shit, because, uh, you know, what's the fun in doing this type of show without poking at it? Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, maybe sometimes when we poke a little too much at Farscape, uh, it kind of ruins the enjoyment of it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've done that a few times. Yeah, and I feel us, you know, dissecting the overall plot of this episode (laughs) is, uh sort of ruined my enjoyment <laughs> of it. Because I did enjoy the show while watching it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and now that I'm thinking of, you know, yeah, the, the whole thing just hinges on just a great series of coincidences. <laughs> uh, that, uh, you know, I mean, I guess every form of entertainment it. and fiction is basically all hinged on just dumb coincidences. Yeah, anyway, yeah. That's life is full of coincidences. Yeah. This just seems like a really... Like, unless Aaron has been on this planet for a month. Right. Which I don't get the impression that she has. She's been there for a while, but yeah, definitely not a month or yeah. Like, like if, she, if she's been there for a while, then I guess it's conceivable that someone could see her and call Zalex. Right. And, and let her But still, know. it does, you know, sort of all revolve around Zalex having been there for a very long time. Yeah. In order to just... To have all these people do her bidding at yeah. you know the drop of a hat. Yeah, uh, one of those people being this uh, Talon. Yeah, who turns out to not be Aaron's dad. <laughs> what? No, no. Oh, I know we're shocked. Their 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 less than heartfelt reunion is wasted. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, now that I'm going to, you know, dissect something that uh, is now going to be a positive. Yeah. You know, while watching the episode, while things were happening, and uh, Aaron just uh, was was sort of stone-faced and unresponsive to a lot of stuff, uh, now it turns out to actually just be incredibly good acting. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, she knew that it was all kind of bullshit anyway. And, uh, you know, she is also still just, uh, emotionally shell-shocked from the Crichton thing. Yeah. Uh, so, bravo. Oh. oh, yeah, no, she, Claudia Black is spectacular in this episode. Yeah. I even thought, uh, uh, whats his name that plays Grace. Yeah. Was, was pretty good in this one, too. Well, any... toot Sure. toot Alan Tudyk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man, if Alan Tudyk <laughs> was in this show, that'd be great. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was playing Grace? Like, how just against type <laughs> would that be? That would be incredibly <laughs> against type. I cannot imagine him with that horrible ponytail. <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't have the ponytail. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, I just can't imagine him being just sort of that blustery, villainous... I'm sure he can do it. Yeah. He's a fine actor. He's a very good villain. Yeah. yeah. He was a villain on uh, on Dollhouse. Wow, he was excellent. I, uh, I've never seen that mm. because I can't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a show that starts weak, gets really good at the end of the first season, uh, starts the second season weak, and then gets really good at the end of the second season because they knew they were canceled. All right. <laughs> Um, I like him in uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, he played a hillbilly. I, I've seen that. Yeah. That's a great movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So it's a it's a con. Yeah. Uh, what what Zalix's ultimate goal is, I'm not sure. Other than if it's just to to capture or kill Aaron, get revenge on her. I guess. Like that's the only thing I can think of. But she can't do it because she still has those emotional ties. Well, she's her mom. Yeah, uh, and it turns out that uh, the peacekeepers gave her a choice uh, back in the uh, the, the day mm-hmm. uh, that it was either kill Aaron or kill Talon, and she killed Talon because she loved Aaron more. I uh, Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I guess you know it's it's the yeah it's the choice. You know, kill your baby or kill your your spouse. Yeah. uh, what are you gonna choose? Yeah, well, uh, I'm asking. asking. I I don't know. Uh, I don't have a baby, so uh, yeah, animals. I would. Oh God, (laughs) Um, (laughs) the cat or the dog? Uh, (laughs) I know you don't. uh, No, I I love both of our pets, but I know you love the dog more. I do love the dog more. Yeah, yeah. Um, So the dog or Jenny? I don't want to do this. (laughs) This is horrible. This is terrible. <laughs> I am not equipped to make that decision right now. Okay, me or Jason? <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, you're killing me? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> no, Jason deserves it more. <laughs> well, he just got nothing has got. On. He's unemployed. <laughs> lives with his mom. <laughs> yep oh man so, <laughs> so so yeah the the ruse is uh is revealed uh Zalix kills uh the fake, fake talon, talon. Yeah. uh and Aaron's just like, big deal, I know that's not my dad's right and then uh and Aaron basically uh dares zalex to kill her, but Zalix can't do it right um and then uh uh Zalix <laughs> Zalex begins to to lower her weapon and and, and give in, just as Crace bursts into the room and shoots her dead. Yep. And then Aaron lets her fall from yeah. the great height that she apparently is at. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, because somehow Crace Stark and Rigel have started a firefight in the lobby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all all of the all of the cloaked uh, hippies in the lobby. <laughs> Which the 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 hippies bugging Rigel was my favorite thing in this episode. It is pretty buggers. <laughs> but yeah, they all carry guns and work for Zalix, apparently. Yeah. So they all attack them and uh, and Krace manages to get back to Aaron's room. Yep. And have the worst timing possible. Yeah. Well it's Grace. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I imagine or I, I liken it to, uh, if at the end of Return of the Jedi uh, after Darth Vader uh, comes back to the light side, Han Solo bursts into the room and shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> pretty close. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You do not have all of the information here. <laughs> oh. Christ, you're terrible. Yeah. So then we get uh, the the uh, the wrap up, and uh, once again, for little to no reason, or nothing leading up to this, uh, Stark leaves Talon, mm-hmm. the ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, all all the time on the planet, uh, Stark has thought he could hear Xan's uh, Zan. voice, yeah, and uh, and he he thinks that he needs to follow that and see where it's taking him, right. Uh, one-way ticket to crazy town, personally. Pretty much. But, uh, but yeah, so he leaves a, a video message for the rest of the crew and, and then takes off his mask and and dissipates, I guess, or... Sure, I don't know. Yeah. Returns back to the stars from whence he came. Yeah, I don't know. But, literally, out of nowhere. Yeah, it is really out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, it's... Uh, and then that's when we, we finally uh, get at least acknowledgments... Of Other Crichton. Yeah. uh, Because he he leaves his mask for Other Crichton once they find him. Because he'll know what to do. Yeah. Which he probably won't. (laughs) He's going to wear it. And become the Phantom of the Opera. Alright. That's what I assume. (laughs) Uh, uh, And then Aaron uh, finally gets her shit together, sort of. Yeah. Uh, and she, she's, I guess she's gonna go back to town? I think so, yeah. yeah. But she, uh, she is, uh, leaving the memory of Crichton behind. Yes. And embracing her peacekeeper destiny. Yep. And then Quato shows back up, because yeah. he never left. <laughs> Everything that has happened, <laughs> he's just been sitting in the hotel room. <laughs> he can't move. Yeah. Like, there's no little rockets in his... Capsule. She can't throw him out the window and put him <laughs> out in the hallway. You would think she would put him out in the hallway right. for for somebody to pick up. Sure. Housekeeping will take it. Leave him. a note on it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a mutant creepy baby. <laughs> Please take it. And touch it lightly. Soft. Softly. <laughs> uh, so it shows up and uh, it, it tells Aaron that uh Normally, what he does is a con. Mm -hmm. Except for when she did it, it actually was real. Maybe. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. And he does say that. He says, maybe it was was real. Yeah. Which is not a vote of confidence. Yeah. No. From, from the mutant fetus. Yeah. With four eyes. (laughs) And chicken wing hands. Yep. And a vagina mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, Yeah. So, uh. And then we're led to believe that she just, uh, walks away from it. And, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, whatever connection to Crichton that there possibly is. You know, because he's still alive. No, he's dead. He's dead for real. No, that <laughs> other Crichton <laughs> is still alive, which is probably why maybe that mutant baby horrifying creature could sense... Oh, yeah! ...something. Yeah. You know. Maybe. Because he's still fucking... Alive. Actually, I expected we'll probably see him in the next. Episode. Probably, I expected Aaron to shoot that thing in the face before she walked out of the room. That would have been satisfying. <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this episode also had a lot of flashbacks to the episode where they uh, grew old on that weird alternate. Universe planet. Yeah, thing. it was. It was sort of like a Crichton and Aaron Greatest Hits episode because yeah. there's flashbacks to that. Right, and some other stuff. And here. some other yeah. stuff. Yeah. But uh, nothing too major, significant. But they really focused on that one. They did. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was nice. Uh, I guess. I like that one. Yeah. With, I mean, with it was crazy fun. old man Southern Crichton. Right. <laughs> Which you know he he reprises crazy accent for that. That was awesome. Uh. Yeah. Well, whatever. It was a fine episode. Yeah. It was a I very fine episode. I liked it in spite of, and maybe even because <laughs> of, all of the things that I have mentioned thus far. <laughs> the Looney Tunes logic that led all of the characters to where they were right. actually sort of makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it, we're nitpicking at this point. Yeah. yeah that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, but still. I uh, call it thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, we—you uh, know—if uh, if we'd have given up by now, we would have missed out on the glory of mutant vagina mouth baby. <laughs> I hope we never see that thing again. I hope to God we don't. <laughs>
1: <even>. <laughs> I,
0: I suspect that she's going to take it on board, Talon. With them, <laughs> someone's got to replace <laughs> maybe Stark. To replace Stark. Maybe they could put his mask on that thing (laughs) and that would at least cover half of the horror. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Give him two two eyes instead of four. Yeah, Yeah, like a normal person. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Like a normal mutant fetus. (laughs) Uh, Good night, everybody. Good night. (laughs)